you guys. How's everyone doing tonight on a Tuesday? Hope you guys are logging in onto the page. And uh, Tanka just sent you an invite on Facebook. Hopefully right. we can get this started. Here he comes. And the show will get ready to begin. Hope you guys are on Facebook.com slash Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. So you can check us out, check our page out. We're also on Spotify, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, Google Podcast, iTunes, all that. So make sure you guys jump on and Try join us. Quick. See what happens. Nothing You're in the all upside right, I'm going down. Back. I'm going back. I'm in the upside down world. There we go. Um, <laughs> can you hear me on the Anchor app and everything? Yeah, we're good. All right, so we're good to go. How are you doing out there, Tank? Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, coming off a, a camping trip with the family, you know, with the wife and the kids. And uh, we went to a place called Lake. Just hung out. Um, I left my phone like in my car or in my tent. I didn't have service anyway. I don't have any pictures, right. like literally zero pictures. Um, but uh, just hung out, man. You know, sat by the fire, played board games, played Monopoly at night. You know, uh, went swimming in the lake. We were jumping off rocks into the water. Um, went fishing. Didn't catch shit. It was too hot. But uh, it was nice, man. It was, it was, you know, good to get away. Um, when I go camping, I like to cook everything over the fire. I don't bring, like, a oh, paint stove or anything, you know. So I, I, I brought my cast iron skillet, though. So I brought that out. So we're cooking, like, uh, you know, sausages. And we cook, like, scrambled eggs and pancakes over the fire right? Um, for breakfast. But uh, I made this, this dish. Uh, so I, I brought a couple of onions and a whole head of garlic. And I sautéed the onions and the garlic over the fire. And then uh, I made some instant mashed potatoes and then put two cans of Spam. Just I <laughs> chopped it up, threw it in there seared it off so it was like nice and brown dude and it tasted really good man right was, you know you don't don't look at the ingredients because it's all shit you know it's like processed ground pig ears and all kinds of shit um but uh good it was it was nice and a little on the warm side you know summertime out there but um it was fun man gotta get away uh and we we need to do that more often man and because we did that I taught my family how to play spades. And, you know, me and you know how to play spades. Oh, yeah. Play it. Remember when we played with my neighbors? Oh, yeah. They got so mad. And he got so mad. Um, they probably don't <laughs> listen to this show, though. We were, but... we were slapping it down on him, and, and he got pissed off. But, but yeah, we, I taught him how to play spades. Nobody out here plays spades, but spades is a fun game. I love it. And uh, next time we get together, we got to play it again, man. That's fun. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it's a great game. Not a lot of people play card games in general anymore. Um, and especially a lot of white folks don't like to play spades or don't know how to play spades. So yeah, man. they got, but you know, I guess for the old folks there that still play card games, spades is an awesome game, you know, uh, region to region. It's different too. Like a lot of people like it. Like I know, like when I went to North Carolina to go visit my friend, Kevin, they, their whole house, we were playing in there and people were like super passionate about it and shit. It was mad fun. We had a good time with it. Um, I love playing spades, man. Especially when you're drinking though. Absolutely. You know, and you slap the car down, whap! You know, what? If, you, what? If, if you play spades, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't play spades, 
play it one day and you'll see it. Absolutely. Slapping that card. Uh, speaking uh, of yeah. slapping Other than cards, that, man, everything's good. I got slapped with uh, it was it's either a tr- it's either a troll or it's someone was admiring me and my beard uh, a couple days ago sent me some messages talking about how he wants to stroke my beard and and stroke some other things as well. But <laughs> I don't I don't go that way, so I had to turn him down. But I posted it on Facebook just because I thought the interaction was pretty funny because everybody was like, "Oh, you still pitch the podcast? You damn right, I pitched the podcast. I want more hey. people to watch." If he likes my beard, he's maybe more inclined to watch. If he does, you know, I don't want to like Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll write a little comment during a live live broadcast here. He know? might. Who knows? But no, that'd you be, cannot. Fun. You cannot stroke my beard, sir, or anything else that I have on my persons. So, uh, so absolutely not. Um, if you guys are listening Night. right now, and uh, jump on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Um, all of that, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Make sure you subscribe to that. Share this. Like this. If you're watching it, like it. You're fucking watching it. So like it. Share it. We're, we're doing it low-key, you know? And the only way that we get to spread around and get people to see what we're doing is by people sharing it and liking it and commenting. So definitely jump on that for sure. Um, but, yeah, I just want to make sure to let you guys know to do that. And, by the way, try out this beer right here. It's called Budweiser uh freedom reserve please don't see uh sue me budweiser because i have no money so you will get nowhere with that but it's a really good beer because it's not the same as regular bud i hate budweiser budweiser is disgusting um that's definitely not going to get me a sponsorship either then right (laughs) so it's not going to work but now they're coming after you yeah, now they're coming after me. The Budweiser Freedom Reserve should be their standard Budweiser. It's it it's very it's very good tasting and it has like a little hint of molasses at the end. Uh it was inspired by George Washington's recipe, but it's a good beer. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Uh what are you drinking out your way? I'm drinking the uh the Dagny Brewing Company Stout. Nice. Pretty good, man. I I drank a Mississippi Mud before and uh so I got I got a nice little buzz, man. You know, it doesn't, <laughs> it, it, doesn't it doesn't take much to to get me a little buzz now nowadays. You know, yeah. In my older age, in my minimal drinking, so well, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. When you're not a kid anymore in high school or college, you know, you stop drinking natty lights and shit, and then you just oh, don't. You go you go for the you go for the powerful beer, and a couple of them put yeah. you where you need to be. Um. But yeah, let's get let's get to some of these topics, man. Uh, one of the topics that we wanted to talk to you guys about was Jeff Sessions' religious task force. I mean, just sometimes this administration, I'm just wondering where they come up with some of these names for the things that they, but they oh a religious task force. It's just Jeff Sessions, like dude. I just don't understand him, man. He's like a super blast from the past. He's not even like conservative. He is like just. Ultra, ultra, weird isn't that what conservative. we? Is not why they left. We left fucking England, right? You know, come on, man. <laughs> you know, but I got a problem with the word task force, right? So I do I. Anybody that says we're gonna we're gonna get together a task force for a specific thing, like that, is like the ultimate douchebag term, right? Yeah. Like, like. We're going to have a task force for everyone on our street that doesn't cut their grass once a week. We need a task force because, <laughs> you know, it's like 
get out of here, man. A task yeah. force. Like, you know, come on. Just let's let's have a meeting. Let's get together. Let's talk about it. We don't need to label it as a task force. I just there's something that's like really dramatic about that term that just turns me off. Anytime I hear it, I'm like, oh, here we go, you know. But And here's here's the wording behind it. And what's going on, Justin? Uh Hope you're having a good night, brother. He said um, that's the HOA, the Homeowners Association. Yeah, that's the task force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just but it's, called something else. It's funny, though, because if you listen to what he says, this is why people get upset with a lot of people in the administra- in this administration is because the way things are said, they're not explained very well, and it makes people a little bit weird, you know? And, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit of the softies out there, you know, who can't handle a little bit of uh, misspeak. And they think the uh, the end of the world's coming or whatever. But, I mean, some of the stuff that people say, and then you look at their actions, like Sessions said, a dangerous movement aimed towards stripping away the First Amendment right to freedom of religion as a basis for forming the new task force. A dangerous movement, he repeated again, undetected by many, is now challenging and eroding our great tradition of religious freedom. There could be no doubt this is no little matter. It must be confronted and defeated. Dude, who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? Who are you, you, I mean, you fight. Who are the, what is this dangerous movement that's stopping the, the religious right? Is it the LBGTQ community? Is it, is it, um, what is it? I don't know what it is. What it is. Yeah, is, is it the Foxkin community? Is it the That's transgender community? Or is it, I don't like vague is it, statements. Yeah, it's super know? vague. And like, what does it mean? Confronted and defeated? Like, defeated in what way? Like, to me, when I when I think of defeated, I think about a, a challenge, a fight. You know, something like that is going on. And when you use the word a dangerous movement with the words task force, with the words confronted, with the words defeated – you're you're kind of setting up a narrative of like something like that has a force to it, you know, like what you're used mm-hmm. to seeing when you hear the word task force. It's like it be a little bit more clear about what you're trying to say. You know, we already right. know how yeah. it feels about marijuana. And like, even though there's tons of data, I mean, we talk about this guy at least once a month, if not more, because of his ridiculousness and not even looking at data. And now we have him making task force uh, for religion and using words like dangerous movement. And we have to confront this thing. And he's just so vague. And I just, I don't like that. You know what I mean? And then weird because I'm, I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anybody saying that you can't believe a certain religion, right? Like I, I just don't see it. Um, I don't know about you. Maybe maybe if somebody else does, let us know. But I'm not seeing that out there. I'm not seeing, you know, discrimination against um, being affiliated with a certain religion. Now, like, I I have something personally that like annoys me when when people will tell you, oh, you know, you you know your child is sick because you know you don't go to church or right. you, you know. These bad things happen to you because you don't go to church and pray. See, I don't like to hear that because right. I think that's that's bullshit. But but that's fine. Like you know, believe what you believe. You know, but I I just I don't see anybody taking away rights for people 
uh, believing in in certain religions. Which, it, which know, would I be just, Christianity for Sessions. That would be his thing. I don't see anybody right. persecuting Christians in this nation, at least. And also, I just don't understand why this administration continues to have this type of talk that always puts up an opposition against something. Like, it's always in, like, a you're always constantly going up against something all the time. And I just don't understand it. And this guy, I, I've been waiting for Trump to can this guy for so long. I don't think he's got too much longer the way he keeps going. But, you know, because he's going to hold things back in this country that, that need to progress as well when you think so far in the past. And like you said, I have no problem with, like, believing in what you want to believe in and being a conservative Christian. That's fine. But when you start talking like this, you got to understand that people are going to get upset. And you can't just be like, oh, they're just the left. They're being crybabies. Because when you listen to people that talk like this in other parts of the world or have spoken like this before, this is how dangerous things happen. And I'm just saying, like, when you, when you be more specific when you're forming a religious task force that you're going to face something head on with. Like, what, what happened was is there's this show called The Handmaiden's Tale and basically a religious group takes over the country. And so mm -hmm. like they basically wipe out the government and they are in control in America, this super religious group. And there's also something with like kids who they kids and stuff. And so they force these women to basically live super like old school, um, taking Bible quotes out of context. And then also they have these handmaidens where they sleep with them to try to produce babies. And it's, it's a super like it's a super liberal show, obviously, if you if you uh, watch it, but it's a it's a fantastic show. And it that kind of speak is like the stuff they use in the show. And that's why people dressed up as handmaidens and they went to where Jeff Sessions was speaking in New York uh, earlier uh -huh. today and the other day to kind of like do the protest. But it's like it, it, it just keep an eye open, man, because I always say this with government, no matter what you believe in. It could always go backwards. Never think that it, could, it can't go backwards because history has proven that power changes from country to country, region to region, from time to time. Places that were once flowing and democratic, let's say, and open to ideas and, and all sorts of things have closed down and become something else. Iran is mm -hmm. a, a great example of that where you know things have been up and down with them over the last 50 years and, and, and religious, religion went back into there. And I think what he, people are really upset in the community is the way that Christians are looked at. Christians are looked at as dumb people because they believe in a God that you can't see with your own eyes, even though it's not the case. I know plenty of Christians who are super smart, super successful and all that kind of stuff. But I think that's really where your opposition is from. I don't think it's from anyone stripping your rights away um, like you're, no one's lining up people who are Christians in the street and shooting them down that you need to have some kind of task force that's so dangerous. I mean, if you want to form a committee or something to to even try to get more religious stuff incorporated into the world, I would understand that because, right. you know, as a religious person, that that's kind of like your duty is to spread that type of stuff to people into the world, but not to form task force to meet people with some dangerous movement, like no one is stripping away your, your first amendment right to freedom of religion, dude. It's just mm -hmm. not happening. If anything, if anything, it, it's better that other religions are welcomed in this country. 
because it gives your religion more right to speak. You know what I mean? Like people are always like, mm-hmm. oh, like, let's not let Muslims in here. Let's not do this. Let's not do that. Like, no, America is about it's supposed to be about freedom of speech and freedom. So come here. And as long as you're being, uh, you know, you're not being violent, you're not attacking people. You, you should be allowed to speak your mind and not be arrested for it, beat down for it. Right. So what about the people that you're going against? So you form this committee, this team, this task force, and you're going against people too that have rights and, and, you know, views Mm. on life. And so what makes you any more like qualified to say that, Oh, well we, we have a right to, Oh, because our nation was founded on a Christian religion. That's another thing. That's a problem. We need to start thinking in the future. If we want this country to succeed, And, you know, I could be very religious at certain times because of my past background, but I'm not beating people over the head with it. I'm not making people feel bad and I'm not attacking it as if there's some kind of force that's that's stopping people from from practicing their religion here in this country, because I just don't see it. If anything, I see more attacks from people who have been more uh, more conservative on different things than I have seen them be attacked except for the point where people think that Christians are dumb because they believe in a God that they can't see, touch, or hear. And, but that's not, to me, anything that's dangerous. That's just people that don't agree with you. And, hey, that's life. Yeah. You're always going to have that. Justin, Justin brings up a good point, though. He just said people are against Muslims here. And you, you do see that. I mean, yep. remember you, you sent me that link, I think, of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen doing that, that skit where he was he – was, preaching the uh, uh i don't remember i don't even know where it was right it was in arizona tell... it was in arizona somewhere okay so so he was he was like yeah we're gonna put a mosque here and everyone was like oh we don't yeah you no know, they're, they're they, one guy even said we you know blacks are allowed but we tolerate them you know like, yeah hearing that yeah bullshit, it was crazy but, bro but it's like it, it's like i i can see that i can see that because of what happened with 9-11 and there's this thing where Everyone thinks all Muslims are evil, but I got a personal story that I, re- I ran out of gas, dude, last year mm. on Father's Day. My car, like, you know, I was driving and I was, I was driving about, I had to drive like 40 miles somewhere, right? And I pull out of my driveway and my car is like, oh, you got 13 miles till empty. I'm like, all right, let me go get gas. I go to the gas station and I ran out of gas on the way there, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, what the fuck, man? It's like literally a mile and a half away. Um, so this guy pulls over, um, he's like, do you need help? I'm like, yeah, you know, I ran out of gas. I'm going to go walk to this gas station. He's like, he goes here, jump in. He, he, he goes, oh no, no. First he goes, oh, I have a gas can. He drives to his house, mm-hmm. right? Gets the gas can, comes back, picks me up, takes me to the gas station. I filled it up. Right. And then he, we came back to my car and then I put the gas in. And I, I tried to hand him like a $20 bill. Like, Hey, thank you. You know, I appreciate it. You didn't have to do that. And he goes, no, I did it for him. And he points up and I'm like, like, what? Well, you did it for God. He goes, he goes, I'm, I'm Muslim. He's like, we're all, we're all one. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, I appreciate that. You know? Yeah. And, and that is, is he a terrorist? No. Right. You know? So it's just like, you can't, you can't look at um, just because of what you see, like, you know, yeah, there was an attack on America or whatever. But you can't just automatically assume everyone's evil. Right. Right. So but I, I, I get that people are against Muslims, but I don't I don't know if just Jeff Sessions is protecting Muslims. Right. I, I just no. I don't see him doing that. No, I, I see him protecting 
I see him protecting his religion. Yeah. Um, I don't see him protecting everybody. Exactly. So, um, and that's you know, the problem so, because uh, we're in America, right? Where you're supposed to be more accepting right. of everyone's views, right? Yeah. So he yeah. so he's putting up an opposition right there. And he, I mean, that's what he's basically saying. He's basically saying, as Christians, we are feeling threatened, and this is how we're going to go and go against this. And it just, I don't like it. I just, I really, really don't like it. And people act like the Christian religion doesn't have blood on its hands. Like, do. Like, all throughout history, they've had blood on their hands. So it's, you got to stop acting like, oh, my, your religion's only better than someone else's religion because you grew up that way. That's how it is. Because I've met tons of Christians that are assholes. And I've met great Christians, and I've made I've met great Muslims, and I've met shitty Muslims. And so, you know, the person actually matters too. You know, now I understand some of the sand regions are just like super out of control, man. And I call them the sand regions. If people take offense to that, I don't care. Um, and it's sand regions because they live in the sand. And so, I'm not going to sit there and name each individual place. But there's always tons of tor- turmoil. Um, not only between them and the Western world, but also within their own communities over different religious things. But the people that live there, do you think that they like to get terrorized? Do you think that they like to blow up, get blown up? Do you think they like their kids killed? No, those are people that are terrified. It's religious extremists that take that out of hand and then they they promote it and they spread that hate. Because every decent Muslim that Mm -hmm. I've ever met has always said that, that it's just they take the religion out of hand and use it for their own gain. And you know what? I'm seeing a lot of that happen with the Christian religion. And I have seen that happen with the Christian religion, both violent and nonviolent. And who knows, because something like this, that could be definitely one of the things that would be taken advantage of. Cause I could see, like you were saying, he's not going to be sticking up for Muslims. He's going to be sticking up for Christians. This is what this is about. It's about the Christian religion and listen, more power to you. But when you start using words like dangerous movement and uh, confronted and defeated and all that, it just starts getting weird, man. And then people start getting worried, especially because of, you know, some of the racial undertones that are happening in this country uh, that are kind of seem like they're going backwards, that people start getting a little worried, man. And honestly, I don't even really blame them. I'm not going to buy into the the stuff until I see it more. But for sure, man, uh, it's wild. Uh Left on the topic next week. Daniel Smith says sand regions. Uh, so yeah, I don't care. I don't. There's oh, nothing. No. There's nothing racist or bad about calling a place a sand region. And then like, oh, so uh, is there sand there? Lots of it. Yep. Well, there we go. You know, we want to call uh, upstate New York the mountainous region. Go ahead. I'm not going to take offense to it. I promise. Um, but yeah. Also, who else we got checking? I think James said he's checking in. For you guys that are listening on the Anchor app, you can also watch this video at any time. Uh, if you want to see our beautiful faces that people like to stroke, uh, that's uh, facebook.com slash late night cipher with tanked Smitty. You can also find us on Spotify now, iTunes and Google podcasts. Let's take it uh, down a, a, a notch though and bring it something a little bit. Uh, it's not, it's also, it's like a feel good story, but it's also a funny story. A serial killer accidentally kills himself in jail. <laughs> it's a feel good story. <laughs> a serial killer. uh during a sex act uh what happened was a german serial killer who murdered five female hitchhikers accidentally killed himself while performing a strange solo act in a sex act in his prison cell over the weekend um what he did was 
is he uh, he tied a cable from a lamp around his penis and nipples, and then he stuck the cable into an electric outlet, and he died. So um, I don't know what to say about what that. What the but- fuck? What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> like, why? Why would you do that? I I don't even get that, man. Like, is it what? What? I I, I think- thought when when you. T- you told me about that. I thought it was that autoerotic fixation, you know, where people strangle themselves to the yeah. point they're passing out while they're having an orgasm. And then you told me that. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Maybe, maybe that was the finisher, you know, like maybe he was get, he's just getting ready to blow, dude. And he stuck it right in there to get that extra amp, you know, like, like take it up an extra level. And he did, bro. Man. He blew, he blew his heart right out, right, in, right into hell, I guess you would say. Um, but yeah. Heart failure from it. Uh, yeah, he died a heart failure. Yeah, because the yeah. because of it, dude. What an idiot, wow. man. But you know what? He deserved it because he killed those five people and shit. So fuck him, right? Uh, but yeah. that's just a crazy thing. Yeah, dude. He tied a cable. Uh, Matt says, wait, he tied a cable around his nipples too. How in the actual hell this guy's nipples are huge? What that's kind a good of point. Does he got, dude? What kind there of there might be a conspiracy? This could be a conspiracy now. Because maybe somebody killed him and then just set him up that way. Because unless he's got nipples like the size of pens, I don't understand how he's getting a wire to wrap around. Unless, you know, maybe he dug in the skin, you know, like he really got in there and just oh. tied it really tight. Maybe he was trying to kill himself and go out. I wonder if he died hard, you know, you know, like, <laughs> you know, at least if you're going out, you're going out with a softy, man, and you electrocuted yourself. You're definitely not going out the way I would want to. That's for damn sure. Gosh, man. Crazy. But, any, but anyways, drink to him being dead because I definitely don't like seeing killers. Because, uh, you know, the thing is, like, you see people in prison, they kill someone, and they do all these grisly murders, and then they stay alive for, like, ever because of, like, the, the system. And then, you know, they fucking, they make these books, and they have these admirers that come to send them letters and gifts, and they do all these all these things with them. And it's like, all right, well, then he dies an old man. Like, you could deal with that. Like, no, man. If you know for a fact that this guy killed all these people, you know for a fact, man, I don't know what why it takes so long to get these things processed. So, you know, one up to the fucking electrical outlet for uh, doing a fucking solid for humanity. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. They wiped them out for us, you know. What was, what was he, How long was he in jail for? What was he supposed to be in it? Like, how many years? Uh, I think they I think they said those he said those pepperoni lips yeah <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah man I mean I think life though I think life uh, got him there life yeah but he was convicted well, 18 years after his final murder so less, less burdens on the taxpayers I guess if he's gone yeah I guess so I don't know how they do things out there I don't know if they're oh that's they, true. they're you know. they're a little bit more uh quick with that thing with processing people who do crimes like that like i'm not i'm not really too sure about that you know hmm. um but dude let's talk about this uh let's go into the science realm a little bit talk about this forty thousand year old worm that was brought back to life that is now the oldest living organism on the entire planet that's crazy what yeah. i when i read that it reminded me. I can't remember the name of the movie. I even tried to look it up, but couldn't find it. But it was it was within the last two to three years, I think, maybe even a year ago. There was a movie where these people went out and they, they were like looking for life on Mars, and they found a single cell organism, and it was frozen. 
So what they kept trying to do was giving it the right amount of like oxygen to nitrogen, all, all different gas ratios. And they finally found like the perfect ratio for it. And they brought it back to life. Mm-hmm. And this fucking thing wound up killing everybody on the ship. And, and then like that now that the ship is going towards planet earth and this, this creature is like taking out humans. Right. And I, mm-hmm. when you sent me that article, I was like, what if this is that worm, dude? Like, I'm not trying to freak people out, but, dude, you can't bring back an organism that, that is that old. And, and you don't know what, it, what it's going to do. What if, what if they froze it because they couldn't kill it because it was killing humans, right? And they finally, right. they finally froze the last one, and they're, we're done. We don't have to worry about it anymore, right? Now, all of a sudden, it's back. And it's, you know, we don't know what it's, what is it? It's called like, it's a nematode, right? It's like a little fucking yeah. worm, right? It, a yeah, little it's tiny, a round like, worm. microscopic worm. Round worm, yeah. Yeah, but it's a round worm. we don't know what it's going to do, man. You know, that's weird. I don't, I say, hey, if it's dead, it's fucking dead for a reason, right? Don't bring it back, man. It's weird. Yeah, they found, they found it in Russia and uh, Russia and uh, Princeton University teamed up. It's uh, between 32,000 and 42,000 years old, making it the oldest known living organism on Earth. That That's just fucking crazy because like you were saying, like, what if there's something about that worm that creates something that makes everybody sick? And also, I feel like we are definitely on track for human beings like living, maybe not forever, but way extended from what we, we think that could naturally be possible because – or like bringing people back. Like I know Ted Williams, the baseball player, I'm pretty sure he's, his family saved his head. So they saved his whole head and it's like in some kind of uh, – uh, like I don't know. What is it the, when they freeze the head? It's a certain – Cryo, word for it. something like, like cryo, that. Cryo. Yeah, cryogenic, yeah, yeah. cryogenic. And they, uh, they freeze the head and they're just waiting at a time to where um, – you know, like they could figure out the technology to tie it all together. But that, that's where I think the soul comes into play a little bit, where we'll really find out in the future if we have a soul or not. Because if someone could die, be dead for 100 years, let's say, let's say Ted Williams is one of the first people or whatever they work on because he's a, a, per, a person that a lot of people know and all that kind of stuff. And they, they're like, we're going to work on Ted Williams. And they bring Ted Williams back and they put his head on another body and he comes back to life and he's still Ted Williams and he can remember everything and, and talk about everything that he knew and connect all the dots. Then that's when I think you'll see a huge step back in religion. You'll see a huge step back in souls and all that type of thing, because when you die, you're supposed to go to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Or hell mm-hmm. Or some people believe that, you, you know, you're, you're on earth until, you know, a god or comes down and, and takes you for judgment or whatever. But if you could die and be brought back to life 100 years uh, from now or even just die for a week or two weeks, you, would it, I didn't pull you back from heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like it, mm-hmm. it means that there's something within the brain. Now, they do say we don't use our whole brain. Uh, so maybe there's something in our brains that stores that consciousness. Um, and maybe we could find out one day what that is, take that out and just upload that like a drive and you can live in multiple bodies. Like you saw in that, um, the new show on Netflix, I forgot what it's called, uh, altered carbon, um, which was a good show. Um, maybe it could be something like that, 
But I'm telling you, man, if they could start bringing back people, which I think they will, they we've already talked about on the show. They've brought back pigs, uh, reanimated pigs. They've they've done a bunch of different stuff. It's only a matter of time before they try on humans. And if they they are successful with it, and they can bring mm-hmm. people back, it could be crazy because obviously the powerful are going to have the technology and the money for it. And who's to say they don't bring back the wrong fucking people? <laughs> you know what I'm the right the you know they. You just yeah. don't know what could happen. Like, yeah, that'd be great to bring, you know, Martin Luther King back, you know, but it may not be so great to bring Hitler back, you know what I'm saying, and give him a new lease on mm-hmm. life with new fucking technology and, and 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 power in a new world. So it's a very weird thing, man, when you see stuff like that. People just – they blow past it when you go through, like, the feeds and stuff, and you're just like, oh, look at this. No big deal. But, man, that's a fucking huge deal. They just brought back a 40,000 – your old fucking organism, which makes it the oldest thing on the fucking planet. That's wild. That's bro. weird, man. That's weird. Yeah, alter carbon. I gotta check that out, man. I hadn't heard about that. Um, yeah, it's awesome. But you know, I I heard a lot of these cryogenic companies actually wind up going out of business, and yeah. then the fucking then everything that's frozen thaws out. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you what do they do with that? You know, you pay all you pay all this money to freeze your loved ones or whatever, or you pay ahead to freeze yourself. And now all of a sudden you just melt. Like what the yeah. fuck? And then decompose, right? Yeah. There's gotta be a point. Like there, there's a point of like, you know, no return when you, right. You, you can't bring it back where it's decomposed. Right. I mean, you know, no, a skeleton, there's no organic matter. It's all, du- it's all gone. So that'll be interesting. You know, I, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Bringing, bringing people back is a weird thing though. That's fucking weird. But if you can do it to a worm, why can't you do it to a person, you know? Well, here's the thing too, man. Like, I think there's like a spiritual thing to it as well when it comes to, to me, if like, if there is a heaven somewhere that exists, I think that like, you know, then I wouldn't want people messing around with that stuff. If you knew that for sure, let's say, right. But if you don't think that there's a heaven and that this is just it, Well, then I could see the need for people wanting that more, because if you know there is no afterlife, that that I'll never see you again in some capacity, that there there isn't there isn't some way out or some different way, you know, after death, then I think it is kind of important then to um, maybe want that desire of keeping someone around, you know, because then Mm -hmm. there is that because then that is closure. You know, you, you die and you're dead and that's it. And that's all there ever was. But here's the thing. You might say, okay, well, that's just natural. But when it becomes a technology that people are using, it's only a matter of time before everyone would jump on the board for that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or, you know, and here's the other danger too: people misusing the technology like that show where he where they were taking people's souls and putting them in like little devices and shit. What was that show Uh that you got? Black Mirror. I think it was Black Black Mirror. Mirror. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. an episode. There's an episode they, where that chick goes like, into the museum. Yeah, with the with the criminal guy. That was crazy. I don't. Which one? Are you talking about the one? I'm talking like the one I think you're talking about is the one mm-hmm. where she clones herself, puts herself in a device that controls her house. So it's like she knows what temperature you want it. She knows how your toast want how you want your toast in the morning. But it's like. That that's a prisoner in a device, and right. they feel like they feel like they're in jail. And then it's like, you know, make me my toast. And they're like, no. It's like, all right, well, I'm gonna simulate 
a hundred years of you in a room by yourself and they do it. All right. And that's how they break. Wow. They break, they break your all like your clone basically that's trapped into doing exactly what you want it to do. But it's, it's like a slave basically. It's like you, yeah. but a slave, but your slave thinks it's real, thinks it's alive, but it's not. It's really weird. Right. It's weird shit. Black no, the is a one, crazy show. Which one, one are you I talking was, about, though? The one I was talking about is where, like, the mom dies, and they offer the father, and he has the daughter, or I think it's the daughter, uh, the technology to uh, – but the mom – the person can only respond. Like, they put him in a teddy bear. So she could, she's, like, sitting in a chair oh, watching her yeah. son grow up. But then, like, yep. the dad meets another lady, and then it's become complicated because – you yeah. like you have this bear that's like consciously alive and like could see you, but she's trapped in this bear and she can't get out. So like at first it's great because now she can see her kid again. You know, she's back alive. She can see her kid. But when you can't be a part of that world and then as the kid grows up, obviously he doesn't want to play with the teddy bear no more. And his sense of reality of like what's alive and what's not is different as a kid. And that lady winds up becoming like a regular fucking toy, dude. And yeah. gets like thrown to the side, but meanwhile she's stuck in this bear. Like it's it's fucking yep. wild, dude. Yeah, that's that a crazy one, show. That, that one was crazy because you when that one started, you didn't know where it was going. And right, it was like you know it, when I don't want to spoil it too much, but it like kind of went in a couple di- different directions. But at the end, it all tied together. That was a crazy episode. I remember that one. Nuts. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely crazy, man. Uh, but no, we'll see what happens with that because. Like you've been seeing like lately a lot more technology like coming about like that where they're reanimating mm-hmm. things. They're bringing things back to life. I mean, it's only natural. We're going to push this technology as far as it can go. So I could definitely see it going that way. Um, another another thing that we saw, too, is that there's people missing from Iowa. Um, now, mm-hmm. it's been blow on, blown out of proportion a little bit because they said that the numbers are still kind of consistent. But even so, these people are still going missing. And, and, a, and a lot of them aren't coming home. Like they say, oh, a lot of people come home after 48 hours. So, but they're not. But another college student is missing. It's 48 young people have vanished in the state of Iowa just this month, which is are fucking they all, weird. Are they all college students? They said young people, which, okay. which I can go if it's eat, like, you know. I wonder if it's like male, mostly male, mostly female, young. You know what? There, there's got to be some kind of correlation. Uh, you know, yep. like, are they all like the same religion? Or, you know, whatever. There's, there's something to that. You know, and that, that's the kind of stuff. Like, when, when I see an article like that, I like to, I like to ask myself those questions. Like, okay, there, there should be more information, right? Like, what, what is, what is connecting all of these 48 people together? You know, there, right. there has to be a connection. There, it can't just be coincidence and and i get that the numbers are the same percentage wise but why are we here why why is there a news article about it then you know yeah like i want to know if it's like the the woman to man ratio of the people missing because they because they also have like those sex trade things where they pick up people you know and they drug them and they rape them and they sell them off to people like that's a real thing that goes on not only in this country but in many mm-hmm. other countries where people are like sex slaves and stuff. And it happens, man. Yeah. yeah and, uh, yeah. you know, you go to a small place like Iowa, it's a little bit different than trying to pick someone up on a busy street in New York. Um, 
and and that's something that but 40 people have gone missing in iowa in 10 days how is this possible someone wrote that's uh, dave dave keeps saying my buddy dave keeps saying fucking aliens it's aliens <laughs> it's aliens it's aliens they're joining hey, the space hey. force <laughs> yeah they're just this is see this maybe, is perfect hey, maybe why we this, need the space force maybe that's why this we is need perfect the space force, this is know? where trump comes into play right because people start going missing they they find the correlation between that and then boom space force goes into full gear like imagine if imagine if people were getting and they found a connection where people are getting kidnapped by fucking aliens trump would be like the space force would be the number one funded thing uh, with government money in this country. They would be like, we need a Space Force immediately. We need to jump on this. Call the guys from the show Fringe. Figure out what's, <laughs> figure <laughs> out what's going on here. Something's going on here. Space Force. Everyone would sign up for the Space Force. It would be oh, like yeah. a huge thing, man. A huge yeah. fucking thing. But last year alone, 4,300 uh, 4, people were reported missing in the missing persons clearinghouse about 12 a day. Right. So the va- so the vast majority which are found are returned home within 24 hours, they said in a statement, adding that the majority of the people included in the data are runaways. Um, but a lot of people are also missing from like universities and stuff. So it's not just like young high school well, students. I got a question though. What is missing? What, what do they consider missing? What's the criteria? Like, is it somebody you haven't heard from in 24 hours or somebody you haven't heard from in 72 hours, right? There's a difference because there's a lot of people I don't talk to in a 72 hour period, let alone 24 hours. So, so like, again, information. Okay. You know, when, when an article comes out, it should be, it should be the person writing the article, their duty, right? Right. There's missing people. Here's what is considered a missing person. X, Y, and Z. That, Give us some fucking info, right? Because what what is a missing person? I have no idea. Right. You know, it's hard. They it's might, hard to you say. know, they might though. They might like see. Because here's the thing: like when you write an article for a paper, you might write a thing out, and then it has to go to the editor before it gets printed. So so he might see and say, "We don't need this." Like if people want to find that out, True. they can go on there, you know, and they cut it out. You know, the, that happens. Like it's very common. Like. People write an article like as you get more important in journalism, you have more say, more leeway. Um, you could write things that you want and they, you know, you have a good relationship with your editor. But, you know, a lot of times you send stuff in, it gets sent back. We, you know, we can't have it this long because, you know, it doesn't fit in the paper range and we need to fit it here or online in our spacing. Mm-hmm. You know, take this out. Fluff, fluff. We don't need this. You know, this does, you know, so you never know. They could have wrote that, but I know exactly what you're saying, man. Like that's how articles should be written. Give me more. So that way, when I read the article, I can approach it with a better mind. You know, I can know exactly okay, here we yeah. go. And then I get into it more when that happens, because then like you me said, too. then I start thinking, I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Now I start creating like own shit in my mind. I'm like, maybe this is what happened. You know, maybe this is what happened. So and yeah, exactly. Like Ted Bundy type shit. Bundy targeted young college students. And then you go, you know, to just throw it off like so blase and just be like, oh, well, these are just standard numbers that we normally have like for this, you know, for this type of type of thing. But meanwhile, you never know because it happens all the time. 
You find out people killed 12, 13, 14 people, 15 people. In Russia, some dude killed like 60 people because people right. just can't believe some certain things sometimes. And all of a sudden, these bodies start piling up. Oh, he probably ran away. He was depressed. She was depressed anyways. Uh, yeah. Oh, did you see her last week? You know, and then it, it gets blown off as just numbers. I think it's easier to accept a fact of, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's normal. You know, you know, these are the typical numbers, but why does anybody go missing ever? You know? Right. Like, why, why is it okay for a, a certain percentage of people to disappear? I don't get that. Like, you know, because right. I, I have a family. If 1% of my family was missing, I'd want to fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, and why I, are the numbers consistent? Every month? That's weird. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like a, a mathematician could probably break it down for me and say, you know, if you take this amount of people and you divide them here and here and here, that just naturally you're going to have this number range just for the a certain amount of people that live there. But to have like that range all the time, like you said, who wants to fucking go missing and why? You know, like, but they're saying that a lot of these people are returned it's a lot of young people that are pissed off at their parents that, you know, right. they forget their phones or they lose their phones on a trip and they come back, yep. what have you. But it's just something worth looking at, especially when you see college students around the same age, especially when you know that there's sex trafficking and it's a really big, lucrative type of a underground business. I think it's something that people should start definitely look at and then, you know, look at compared to maybe big cities and what are the number ratios between there? Because, like I said, you go to a place like Iowa, there's a lot of open space. There's a lot of opportunity to hide. And so you never know um, what the real reason is behind it, you know. Mm -hmm. It could be sinister, Daddy. So you never know. Could be. Uh, what is that other thing? Oh, yeah, man, the 3D guns. Uh, for people that didn't know what was going on, uh, tomorrow I think it was supposed to be – uh, the plans for a 3D gun were supposed to be released. Um, there was some kind of, what was it? I think it was some kind of loophole where they were able to like bypass some law, but then they wind up shutting it down like at the last minute here and temporarily blocked um, a settlement. I guess it's a settlement that defense distributed a Texas-based gun rights organization uh, and the federal government reached in June that made it legal to post 3D printable gun plans online. And um, so they were this close to being able to get it through, which and apparently there was some kind of leak. So more than a thousand people were able to get the plans anyway. I don't see I don't mean I don't know um, too much about 3D printing. So I don't know if like are the plans everything like I mean, if can you not come up with your own? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how it goes for know. 3D printed guns. I, um, I don't know. I think I think you can probably create your own. But it has to be functional, right? Like right. so, you you would create a plan and print a gun, and it might not fire, over right. and over and over again. Or you could buy something that works, right? And then right, the the, the problem with the three D printing gun is it's not metal, it's like plastic, right? right? It's we, mostly plastic, it was, yeah. It's like it's like um the same material that Legos are made of, right? No, you yep. said I think. So uh -huh. it's like okay, so now like now you've got a gun. That is not the, probably not detectable with a metal detector, unless the bullet casings are metal, or unless there's something, some kind of mechanism in it that's metal. You're not going to get it through a metal detector, or well, you will be able to get it through a metal detector. It's not, not right. detectable, but 
I don't, I don't like, I don't like the fact that like, I'm, I'm all for people owning guns. Um, if you want to own a gun, if you want to be responsible, you know, have a gun, you know, it's your, right. it's your right. Have a handgun, have your rifle. You want to go hunting, whatever, have a shotgun, whatever. But to be able to just print a gun right. in your house on a printer, that is just weird to me. And yeah, I don't like the direction that that's heading, you know? Right. I just don't. I mean, anybody can print it out. You know, it's 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 bad enough that you have like a lot of these shootings you see, these school shootings is um that the kids are getting the guns from their parents, right? And those right. are guns that maybe are locked up or they still have access to it. But now you can just print one. Right. That, that's fucked up, man. That's fucking weird. Yep. And how do you regulate who gets it? Like what you know, you know kids and technology Dude, yep. my kids can use an iPad probably better than me, you know? Right. So, like, they're going to jump on that the computer and print, print, maybe print a gun by themselves. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of the worst-case scenario. Obviously, this is kind of extreme, but what if they print a gun themselves, you know? Um, yeah. It's really weird, man. It's just, it's just fucking weird. How, how can you just create a gun from a printer and a computer? It's really yeah. it's fucking it, – it's hard to un- even wrap my head around it. And if for if for people who've never seen it, if you've never seen a three pin three D printer work, go online, go on YouTube, and just type in three uh, D printer and just watch how things are made. It's like fucking magic, dude. It just doesn't even make sense. Um, it's crazy just how technology is. And yeah, right now it's it's kind of inaccessible to a lot of people because it go it ranges from a couple hundred dollars on the higher end of a couple hundred dollars to thousands of dollars. But just like any technology, the printer, the DVD player, the cassette player, for some of you young VCR, people, all that for the, yeah. for the young people listening, you probably I sound like I'm talking alien. But, you know, uh, the Walkman, all these types of things at one point in time were hundreds of dollars, if not thousands, stereo systems, all sorts of stuff. And you could find it now for cheap. And so eventually more people are going to have 3D printers in their home now. You, when you can print plates, items you need around the house, you already see, man. You go to places like Target, you know, you go online, you get some stuff that you need, and there's no one at the fucking registers. There's lines at the wazoo. There's two fucking people at the registers. And mm-hmm. eventually people, they've been buying stuff online for so long. Let's cut the middleman out. Instead of buying stuff and shipping stuff, extra money, people are just going to be buying plans. So you're going to go on Amazon and you're going to buy a plan. You know, your kid's going to walk in the kitchen, knock your favorite cup over, and it's going to break. You're going to go on Amazon or one of these places. You're going to get the design for that exact cup. You're going to go to your machine, type it in or punch it in or send it over, and you're going to print your cup and it's going to be ready like that. You know, you probably have to let it like, you know, heat, wash it, that type of stuff. I'm not sure, you know, maybe you have to let it sit or whatever for a while, Mm -hmm. but that's how it's going to be. And the same thing with the gun. You know, a lot of people that build guns a certain way, you have to get different parts and put them together. And you'll have to do that with the gun too. But when you could do that all from your printer, oh man, that's crazy. And I get it. I get uh, the freedom to use technology, the freedom to, you know, do whatever you want. I get that. Like, but just because you could do whatever you want doesn't mean you should do whatever you want. And that's really what it comes down to, man. Like there's got to be something where we draw the line and we're like, you know what? Freedom is freedom. 
But at the same time, come on, man. Can't you not see where this is going to take us, where this is going to go? Do you, do you think it's bad now? Just wait. Wait. And I mean, plastic bullets. Dude, plastic can kill you too. You shoot someone with a plastic bullet, they can die. You know what I'm saying? The bullets are yeah. going to change. Weapons are going to change. And it's going to be very hard for local law enforcement who's already underpaid and underfunded in many states across the country to keep up with this stuff. It's going to be hard for private homeowners and people to keep up with it. And then you have a bunch of people that just don't that aren't into that that are going to that are going to have a hard time protecting and keeping up with themselves. I see more incidents. Like you said, your kids are better with technology than you are. That's only going to increase and keep going as time goes on where kids are just going to get better and better at technology and using computers. And there's got to be a way not to control. And you know what? Maybe it does wind up coming down to being controlled because sometimes humans have proven throughout history. If you give them too much leeway, they will fucking burn the world down. And that's just a fact. You give certain people too much leeway and that's what happens. We're the ones that destroy this earth. We're the ones that kill people. We're the ones that spread disease. The earth isn't doing that. We're doing that. We're the ones that damage the earth and the water and all that type of stuff, the garbage in the oceans. We do all that stuff to each other. And so to give us these ultimate freedoms where we can pursue and do whatever we want is a great concept when it's coming out of your mouth, when you think about America. But at, at the same time, we've also seen what humans have done in history when given the tools and given the freedom. And so I think we're gonna, there's going to be a point in human history where we have to drop where we come from, what part of the world we live in, and we're going to have to come together as humans, human beings, and, and really challenge what technology is going to be, how it's going to progress humanity in the future, and some of the things that are going to destroy us from the inside out. Because we can't all have an atomic bomb. Like an atomic bomb is a very powerful weapon that can destroy the world but very few people have it and it's controlled and everyone knows where a lot of these pieces and materials you can get it from but when you can literally create weapons like that now people say oh you could kill someone with a knife but when a, with a gun it's way more efficient and then where do we stop mm -hmm. from there because then i can print anything i want eventually that's what it's going to be you know and right. so we need to be very careful in how we approach approach this type of situation man and really think about it yeah, th there's got to be a way to control it, whether it's encrypting the files or some kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, you see maybe maybe the 3D printer should have like uh, fingerprint technology where, you know, like your iPhone, you put it, you put your thumb on it. It's like, all right, we know who you are. You're good to go. We'll, we'll authorize right. the printing, something like that. But it has to be controlled uh, to keep it safe because uh, it shouldn't be in the hands of everybody. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll see what happens as time goes on. Like I'm so interested because we see so many instances of technology being implemented where it's like, wow, this is phenomenal. Like I went to my friend Stanley's house over the weekend and he has a record player. And when you really think about a record player, it's friggin' amazing, man. You literally have a piece of plastic with grooves in it. And when you, when you put a needle on those grooves, it plays music. Now, people are like, duh, dude, that technology's been around for 100 years. But I mean, have you really stopped and looked and, and just thought about 
how a record player is and how like like the intricacies of a solo in a song or the way someone breathes in a rap album like they say a lyric and then they say uh let's say at the end and i can put that on a piece of fucking plastic and take a needle and you can hear that intricacy in the voice or in the guitar or in the instrument that is magic dude that's fucking magic how is that not magic? There's no way. People, oh, it's technology. If you do this, and now I'm sure there's someone that that makes record players and records, and they can tell you a way more detailed scientific explanation of how they made this technology or got to this technology. But if you really think about it, it's fucking crazy that I'm looking at you right now, and you're on the other side of the country, and we're speaking in real time through a fucking mic without hardly any delay, almost no right. delay at all, and like real time that is magic people i don't care you can explain it all you want that's fucking magic dude that shit is crazy to think about that something could be dead for forty thousand fucking years and you bring it back to life i don't care if it's a fucking turd and you brought that turd back to life forty thousand years later that's fucking amazing man that's crazy dude and it it's crazy and it's it's just something that i think that we should all be careful and we should all just be like, man, there's something coming. And a lot of the people I know, including you and me, hopefully, you know, uh, we live long enough. But we're going to see a lot of this stuff, you know, because the next 20 or 30 years, you know, technology turns over so quickly. Speaking of that, dude, what about what about the uh, discovery that they made inside the Pyramid of Giza, man? You know, talk about old technology. Oh, yeah. So, they they found these these rooms that are in inside the pyramids that can like what is it they amplify energy they, yeah they, then and <laughs> and they're using they're using these rooms now uh, to develop sensors and highly efficient solar cells so I read this article and it's not a very long article but it, you know it kind of explains what we just said what I just said but right. it also goes into the fact that oh. The people back then could have never known what this was. And it, it's like, right. and, and you mentioned something to me too. It's like, well, how do we know that? Right. We don't, we don't know that, you know, maybe, maybe they had, you know, advanced technology that we just don't understand. Like think about, think about this, right. Put, put it in perspective to what, what is relevant now. A lot of people now save everything on what, you know, what is called the cloud. Right. Right. So you don't have a physical hard drive. It's like, all right, it's uploaded to your cloud and it's up somewhere. Right. You can access the info right from from anywhere as long as you have an Internet or phone connection. But it's 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 somewhere somewhere. Right. But it's not it's not physical. So imagine if all that technology disappeared and and all of a sudden you no no longer have access to these satellites. And now now all these satellites are not maintained and they crash in the earth, mostly in the ocean probably, but that all disappears, you know, 10,000 years in the future, when they look back on this time in America, they're like, Oh, they, they could have never known. They, they had, they had no information. Well, yeah, because right now our info is up somewhere being maintained in a cloud, but it's, it disappeared. They 10,000 years from now, they have no access or, they don't have the same type of technology. Maybe they have a different technology to have access to, to, what, to what we have. 
So right. you, you can't say that they don't have or they didn't understand it. How the fuck did they build it if they didn't understand it? You know, that's what Maybe, I'm saying. Know, what, like, look what was at the that point? fucking like, thing, it can't dude. Be an accident. It can't be an accident. Dude, you know? look at a pyramid, and, and it, man. It's crazy. Everyone says it's like, you know, the aliens, whatever. Who knows? You know, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But it was built for a reason. And, and now we're starting, maybe, maybe we're getting to the point in our technology where we're starting to understand where, where they were. Maybe we're right. in the same technological time frame as they were back then. But, right. you know, the, the routes and the, the paths are different. You don't know that. So it's really interesting now that they find that and now they're going to change our own technology to make more efficient solar cells based on what they found in the pyramids. But it's, it's crazy to think I, I don't, I still don't, I, I can't even understand how they were even built. You know, you, right. you, you have people that say, Oh, it was, you know, it took X amount of years with hundreds of thousands of slaves, maybe, but for it to be that perfect. And yeah, you know, there, there, there had to be some technology back then. That's, you know, similar, maybe, maybe, maybe not similar, but equivalent to ours in a different way. Maybe who knows, but it's just weird. If you read that article, it's, it's crazy to think that, uh, and, and who else knows what they're going to find? You know, if right. you, if you think about the planet earth, right, we're, we're constantly getting hit with, you know, there's people being built, you know, being born all the time. There's just more matter building and, and dust and meteorites hitting the earth. The earth is expanding probably. You know, getting bigger. Imagine all the stuff that's buried hundreds of thousands of years ago that we're never going to see. You know, there might have been a tech, there might have been a civilization more advanced than we are now. We right. have no way of knowing. So, and we're always digging up bodies. Like every, it seems like every couple of days I go online, they're finding something that's pushing back the dates of human history. More right. and more and more and more. And we keep going and going and going. We don't really know how old this earth really is. And for the people that are religious that try to pinpoint how old the earth is, even you don't know how old the earth is. And your own Bible tells you that, too, because the time in heaven is different than the time on earth. And so no one knows anything. Religion, science, we don't know how old this earth is. Someone, if you're listening right now. Post a picture of a pyramid. Somebody post a picture of a pyramid and really look at it. Look at that fucking thing. It just, it looks out of place. Like when you look at a pyramid, it looks like, where did this thing come from? Like you have all these huts and houses. Yeah. Like it just, and then you got this perfectly shaped thing, which it would have looked way different too back then. The surface of it probably looked amazing back then. And it looks like something that they built on purpose and maybe because that energy they knew about that energy that's why they decided to bury all those people there you know what i mean is because of that energy because it was so important you know maybe i don't know but to say that it's by accident and you see how how much detail was put into making it and how they can't even replicate it today when they try you know, even with right. like certain, you know, they they have a hard time replicating how they really built this thing. Um, and so I don't know, man. All I know is, is like I said, we I think we take for granted. I think we think we know more than we do, because as time is proven. We keep knocking other like one time person thought this 
Then the next person comes along, knocks that out. Next person comes along, knocks that out. And so to say that this is a finished product, I think is naive because history has taught us all the time when new technology comes and we discover old things that years later that the new technology gets debunked and the next one gets debunked and the new idea gets debunked and they keep finding more and more things. And now they're finding that they can harness energy inside of a pyramid because that's what it is. It's harnessing energy. It's not by accident. Like they didn't build this and then be like, and they built it to harness energy. That's the way I mm -hmm. think. That's what I'm taking it. It's some form of energy. Now we don't know how they were using it, but if you're telling me that you can take this technology and build better, better cells for, for people thousands of years in the future, you're really going to tell me they found that by accident? No, nah, I don't know, man. Sounds yeah. weird to me, especially when there's so much like woo and so much like mysticism about the pyramid itself. And there's been tons of people that have talked about how the pyramid, it was used as some kind of form of communication, right? It would like a lot mm -hmm. of them think that they're used to, to tell time and, and, and where things are in certain places in the earth and how like if you take certain pyramids, they line up with other places. Like I've watched specials and, and different things about that where py certain pyramids are lined up in certain ways and, and certain um, artifacts are lined up in certain ways that if you – and I guess you could do it with anything. If you draw lines or you do numbers a certain way, you can come up with a number that works for your theory, right? So there's always yeah. that. I get that. But there's a lot of stuff about that. And then when we find out that there's energy that's being harnessed inside of a pyramid, well, hey, man, I, I think that there's probably more of a connection than not because that's what I'm going to go with. Because if you could build – and here's another thing that nobody thinks about when you talk about the pyramids, right? Yeah, okay. You had a lot of manpower. Great. How mm -hmm. the hell do you make something that perfect and that precise – when you have 100,000 people working at it at one time, how do you get those slaves that you have building this for you to put things exactly where you need them? You know what I mean? If, 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 if they weren't precise, if they didn't know what they were doing at that time, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, think, I think we're really, we're really knocking down what people were capable of in the past. No, I don't have cable. I don't watch Ancient Aliens. It's just the ah, feeling, man. To, because no, I mean, aliens. Because <laughs> aliens, man. No, man, no, I don't. I don't believe in aliens uh, so much. And but I would if I saw something. I just I haven't seen anything. But stuff like this is. I think this is a little bit better. You know, like this is a little bit more applicable. You know, I think you can use stuff like this to paint somewhat of a picture. Like maybe they communicated in certain ways. Maybe they can communicate with energy. We don't know. Like that guy, um, the one I was telling you about on Joe Rogan, you always say his name correctly. I could never say his fucking name, dude. Um, Fabrizi. Uh, oh, uh, what Faraz Sahabi? Faraz Sahabi, yeah. yeah dude, yeah, that yeah. guy, he had a lot of like philosophy type of things that he was saying at Joe that would kind of fall in line with like people communicating with energy and stuff. But what he was saying was you only know what other people tell you. And you know what I mean? Like when you when you learn things, you only yeah. know what other people tell you. But there's things beyond our control and things that we see that we don't see that are at work. Mm -hmm. Like right now, there's well, thousands of organisms cl crawling all over your ceiling, your wall, your carpet. 
And there's a whole world that we're not seeing. And so just to base everything based on everything that's seen is kind of like ignorant in a sense, you know? So, so what, what, he, what Faraz Sahabi said was um, science is, it's like the belief that the future will act this, in the same way that the past did. Right. Based on your experiences. And, and, and the perfect example he used was, okay, take a coin, right? And let's say I flip a coin. It turns into a butterfly, right? I think he said, I do it 50 times every time it turns into a butterfly. On the 51st time, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to turn into a butterfly, right? Yep. So it's, 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 all, it's all based on um, your experiences and how things reacted that way. So it's a really weird way of looking at things. I want to I read some of the fucking books that guy's reading. You know? Yeah. Like I, 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 I started taking notes. Mindset. It saved in my page. I, <laughs> I, I like that. You know, I like, I like thinking in different ways. Um, I, I, I appreciate that, you know, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going to seek that out. But, but yeah, we don't know what, what this energy is used, was used for. Um, if we're finding it now, it was obviously in use back then. They built it for a reason. You don't build right. something like that for no reason. Yeah. Um, it's just it's really weird. And I, I do think that, you know, if anybody else wants to get into, like, um, you know, about the, how old the earth is, look up a guy named Graham Hancock. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast a few times. Mm-hmm. But he, he I, I follow him on, like, Twitter and stuff, and he always talks about the, the world just keeps getting older. You know, they found, a, yeah. they found like, uh, you know, there was like Gobekli Tepe in Turkey yep. where it was this whole civilization. They found that pre it was predated beyond what they thought, you know, humans lived at, you know? And so you go, you just keep going back and back and he, you know, he's all, he's all into all that stuff. So if you want to know about that, Graham Hancock, follow him. He's got a lot of info, but I, I really think that today, we're so arrogant. A lot of people are so arrogant that we, we dismiss the past. Like, you know, they were stupid, you know, right. just, just because you're smart and, and you have this knowledge now doesn't mean there's a different type of knowledge, you know? So like, you have to be open-minded. You can't, you can't be so arrogant to think that we're smarter than we've ever been because look, look at like the Mayan civilization they knew about like the procession of the equinox and everything with it, you know, right. Like the, how the fuck did they know about that? Right. Yeah. How, how did they find, like, how did they find out about, you know, the, the rotation of the earth and on the axis and all, the, all this stuff we see now that we know about, how did they know about it back then? You when know, they you, had you, shit to work with shit exactly. information. Exactly. We're, you know, but that's, like, how and, did they know that? And that's where that ancient alien show comes in. Like they, that one dude with the crazy hair, he, you know, yeah. you see that meme because aliens all the time, you see it all the time. Right. But like, it's like, because he, they're trying to explain all this stuff. Like, you know, you see carvings of people that look like they're in spaceships. Like, you know, you can take a picture and interpret it any way you want it to look, you know, maybe, right. maybe it was something else, but they're trying to figure out like, you know, on, on two different ends of the earth, like, you have a similar sculpture here and a similar one here. And back then there was no way for them to communicate that we know. Right. You know, so it's like they're trying to take the pieces and put it together. It doesn't make sense. A lot of people joke around about it, but obviously there was, there was some kind of like technology in the past that people knew about that we don't know about made them smart. 
they they would have never know they would like you can't like if you're a fucking stone like if you're a fucking caveman in the stone age you're not building the fucking pyramid you're right. just not you don't you don't have the technology you don't have the the manpower to do it there there was a technology different than ours we just don't understand it but that doesn't mean dismiss it you know right. that's all i'm saying yeah no absolutely man i'm with you 100% on that and I think we're going to find out more as time goes on. There's going to be more things we're going to discover and they're going to find and we're going to dig up as archaeology gets better and technology uh, so gets better. One, one thing before we move on, Justin asked me to send him an article, but we just talked about a bunch of shit. So I don't know exactly what article he's talking about. Yeah, just just so, comment hey, which article. If, if you Yeah, if you can, comment what article and we'll see if we can get that info to you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, for you guys listening right now, like I said uh, – don't just be uh, watchers here, man. Don't be creeps, dude. Go ahead and share us and like us. Uh, participate. Um, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty on Spotify, Facebook, Google Podcast, all that stuff. Uh, Justin, yeah, the, the Pyramid Find, I'll post it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Get that going. Um, next week, I'm going to be in Florida, actually, this week in a couple days. So we might shift the show a little bit later or we might do it on a Wednesday or a Monday or something like that. So we'll figure it out. But we'll have a show next week. We'll let all you guys know. So please, Facebook.com slash Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. That's when you'll get the, the update and stuff. Stroke the beard, new T-shirt. Hey, that says that not your a slogan. bad shirt, man. That's not, yeah, that's not bad. That's good. Let's make it. Well, let's make it and let's sell it. Let's get more viewers, and then we'll, we'll worry about making ah. shirts. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But thanks, for everyone, for checking in. Uh, it's been great doing this. The next episode we do, it'll be our 40th episode. And, um, yeah, share it with the aliens, man. But, yeah, we love talking to you guys. We love you guys chiming in with us, the people on the Anchor app. Hey, man, we want to try to get in that studio, all right, because uh, they set up in uh, the Anchor app, which is where we do – we go through the most – with our podcast, they have a studio in New York City uh, set up, and they're inviting people who have podcasts who work with the app to um, be a part of that. And our show could be a part of that. I live in New York. I live 15 minutes. I could see the city out my window, and you know we could start doing the show and meeting some new connections and maybe getting some sponsors and doing some different things and getting more stuff out to you guys and just making this – this thing happen and so by sharing it by liking it by listening every week you're you're you know you're part of that community so we really appreciate that most of the people that listen are a friend of my friends of mine people that i know or people that i'm associated with things that i like to do so i love all you guys thanks for checking in tank you got anything else you want to say nope check in share um we'll keep you posted next week because we're gonna have a difference in on the day um but uh, yeah, just uh, get get us some more viewers so we can start making them t-shirts, man. You know, yeah, t-shirts hey, and giveaways too, man. You giveaways and t-shirts. Recession, my ass. Everyone, oh, we don't have no money. I'm broke, dude. Well, answer the damn riddle and share the page, and you get a chance to win some money. Someone was close last time, but they didn't share the page. They just wanted the money and didn't want to help out the family, and that's not how family does. So, like, share, nah. love you guys. We'll have some new topics for you next week. And we'll get it going. Peace. Episode 39 out. Later.